Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. A quarter million virus deaths. We're trying to care for patients despite limited supplies. A third possible vaccine. The vaccine is extremely well tolerated in those who are over 55. Reporting sex assault in the military. I faced immediate and consistent retaliation. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, more than 250,000 people have now died in this country from the coronavirus. More than 19,000 this month alone, and daily cases are up 80% the past two weeks. CBS's Carter Evans begins our pandemic coverage in Boise, Idaho. With hospitals across Idaho nearing capacity, doctors worry about what will happen. When there are no more beds, Dr. James Souza is the chief medical officer for St. Luke's Health System in Boise. If a heart attack victim comes in and the ICU is full of COVID patients, what do you do? We do our best. And if one of those COVID patients has a lower chance of survival, we make decisions about who gets the bed. How far away are you from something like that? We may be facing that scenario in December. Idaho's Republican governor has resisted issuing a mask mandate, a requirement some it's residents just, oppose. They're, all they're trying to do is control you. In Nebraska, more than 1,700 healthcare workers signed a letter pleading with people to wear masks, stating the life you save may be your own. Parents are scrambling in New York City now that the nation's largest school system has abruptly ended in-person learning as the virus positivity rate now tops 3% in the city. CBS's David Begno. I know. It was the announcement a lot of parents were dreading. New York City closing schools and going to remote learning 100%. It's ridiculous. Restaurants and gyms are still open and schools are closed. It's really disappointing for parents who are constantly scrambling. Some of the kids are just as frustrated. How long are we going to not be able to go in school? They haven't told us. <sighs> New York City is not alone. In-person classes have recently been suspended in all or parts of Michigan, South Dakota, Georgia, Indiana, and New Mexico. From London, correspondent Charlie Daggett has the encouraging news on a third possible vaccine candidate from Oxford University. It's peer-reviewed evidence that the Oxford vaccine not only triggers the robust immune response they'd hoped for, but packs a punch.
punch where it's needed most. The vaccine is even tolerated better in older people than younger people. The results published in the Lancet Medical Journal reviewed Oxford's phase two study involving 560 adults, including 240 people over the age of 70. CBS's Ed O'Keefe tells us President-elect Joe Biden, with no help from the White House, is trying to get up to speed on the state of the pandemic. I have not been tested yet, and I have been on the front lines in the ICU since February. You're kidding me. President-elect Joe Biden virtually coming face-to-face with the crisis he's set to inherit in January as he heard directly from nurses on the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic. There is something seriously wrong when nurses have to take to the streets to beg for protection in the middle of a pandemic. I'm sorry, I'm so emotional. It's just... You got me emotional. Biden said that the Trump administration's refusal to certify his victory means he cannot yet coordinate with federal agencies responding to the pandemic, meaning the distribution of a vaccine could be delayed. We've been unable to get access to the kinds of things we need to know about the depth of the stockpiles. We know there's not much at all. As the virus ravages the country, President Trump remains out of public view and made no mention of the pandemic. Instead, he spent the day once again tweeting baseless and unfounded accusations of voter fraud. Mr. Biden says he'll keep pushing state leaders for stricter COVID restrictions. So one of the things I'm going to be doing is ask, thanking the governor's already moved, but calling on all the leaders in the states to have mandatory masking, testing, uh, tracing, uh, social distancing. The NFL is placing all teams in an intensive protocol starting this weekend with new mask rules, limits on locker room time, and more meetings in large spaces or in virtual settings. An Iowa lawsuit alleges workers at a Tyson pork plant were ordered to work in the early stages of the pandemic, and managers bet money on the number of workers that would get sick. More than a 1,000 employees did get the virus. About a third of the workforce, five died. A report is expected today on the full hand recount just finished in Georgia. It's likely to confirm Joe Biden's narrow win over President Trump. The state will certify its vote tomorrow. Published reports indicate two Republicans on the board in Wayne County, Michigan, who resisted vote certification, then went along, are now trying to rescind their votes. A board vice chairman says they're binding. CBS Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell's been investigating cases of sexual assault in the military and how they've been handled. Mailing Jerez was among nearly two dozen survivors who spoke to CBS News about their alleged assaults. She was raped the first night in her barracks, and she reported it. They said that I was a distraction that came into their platoon. Sarah Joachimstaller says she was sexually assaulted during a training exercise last year by a soldier who outranked her. If you're a specialist and you report a commander, it's really just point blank. You don't have the rank to put forth the fight. Only one in four service members who are sexually assaulted actually report the crime. Many, like Armando Perez don't. This leader of mine took me under his wing so that he could abuse me. He also was the prevention officer who I would have to report it to. We took a look at the military's data since 2015. Despite an increase in reporting, fewer sexual assault cases are being sent to court-martial. Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy has responded. I am deeply saddened and concerned. This topic has captivated the attention of America and our army leaders. And it is abundantly clear we must do better. A war crimes report in Australia finds the country's troops unlawfully killed 39 prisoners and civilians in Afghanistan. 
The country's defense chief issued an apology. In a virtual setting, the National Basketball Association held its annual draft of top young talent. The Minnesota Timberwolves select Anthony Edwards from the University of Georgia. Edwards, a freshman guard, was the number one pick. The draft is normally held in June. It was delayed because of the pandemic. A week before Thanksgiving, the American Farm Bureau says turkey prices are down 7% lower than last year for a 16-pounder, in part because of the likelihood of smaller celebrations, the price of a traditional dinner is down to the lowest in a decade. Well, it turns out they found a baby owl in the big Christmas tree being set up in New York City's Rockefeller Center. Dehydrated and hungry, the owl went to a vet, and the plan is to release it into the wild over the weekend. The Insurance Institute for Highway Safety finds when your car does more of the driving, your attention span wanders. There are no vehicles on the market that can drive themselves, but some driver assistance systems come close. Still, you need to remain ready to take over. But volunteers in this study got too comfortable. After a bit of time, some of them may over-rely on the technology, and that's that's the main concern. Study author Ian Reagan says the systems need to make sure drivers' eyes remain on the road and their hands remain on the wheel. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Our campaign's kicking off today to try to get some of the more than 30 million Americans without health insurance to sign up for Obamacare. A former Obama White House official is heading the effort. It's thought six in ten people without insurance would be eligible for some form of coverage. That's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. John Stewart here. Unbelievably exciting news. My new podcast, The Weekly Show. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, economics, ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. 
Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.